This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Triple eight seven two seven back. Of course, by now you know uh, Ted Cruz did not, in fact, endorse Donald Trump. Oh, traitor, <laughs> bastard! He promised. He promised. <laughs> he promised. Did yeah, he, he promised a lot he? of things. Actually, yeah, yeah man, yeah. it wound up being that. Unfortunately, a couple of them were at complete odds with each other. One, I will defend the Constitution. Two, I will support the nominee. You well, can't do both of those things. That's Sorry. really true. It is, it, it is actually totally accurate that those two things are mutually exclusive. Yeah, you can't do both of them. And when, when Cruz made the pledge and, and they're asking you specifically, are you going to support the nominee, you're not thinking it's going to be Donald Trump. You think that's preposterous. Right. I mean, that, that is legit. I mean, because the, the, the private part of this, the personal part of this, I think is is certainly an issue. It is. But, I mean, I don't think he would have done it even if he hadn't attacked. Right. I don't uh, either. He, he, I don't either. He, because, to me, the policy issues are bigger. And, right. you, you know, when you come to know more about Donald Trump, and you're a conservative, and you know about the Constitution, and you understand these issues, you begin to understand there's no possible way you can support this guy. Now, naturally, you don't support Hillary Clinton, but neither can you support the Republican nominee at this point. You can't do it. And at that time, he didn't know all those facts. When the facts change, oh, I'm sorry, the facts on the ground have changed. Uh, we're going in a different direction. Well, here, here's a scenario for you, Pat. Um, do you want to run over a beautiful flower bed with your car? Probably not, right? You would no. rather not kill a mm. bunch of pretty flowers. Mm -hmm. Now, let me give you another scenario. You're driving down the street. You're going 50 miles an hour. A bunch <clears> of <throat> kindergarten children walk out, drive out in front of your car. Your only other option is to drive over the flower bed. Do you want to kill beautiful flowers at that point? No, and I think I promised I wouldn't. You promised you, you won't kill me. flowers. You promise you won't kill these flowers? So drive you got to run over the children. All you right. got to do it. Sorry, blood all over the sidewalk. I made a pledge. Not to kill the flowers. And I'm a man of my word. I, I mean, mean, look, I get... Ridiculous. I understand it's that... Ridiculous. They, first of all, Trump said himself he would break the pledge. He said Cruz didn't have to support him. Now they act like it's a big deal. But beyond that, the problem with the pledge is not Cruz breaking the pledge. The problem with the pledge is Cruz taking the pledge. You should never ever take a pledge to blindly support a party. It's stupid. You yeah. shouldn't do it. Trump 
shouldn't have done it. None of them well, should have Trump done it. Well, backed out a long time and ago. Trump backed out anyway, too. Trump so. already broke the pledge and said, no, I, I, I don't support the nominee at this point. No. That was in March or February, February or March or something. And, I mean, he went back and forth on that several times. Yes, yes. I'm supporting them. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. It depended on what was being said about him on Twitter at and, any given time. And only when he decided he was going to win did he actually lock himself into... Well, of course. Yes, of course. Well, now, yes, I support me. Of course. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's silly. <laughs> and, like, what a dumb distraction from what happened last night. Of course. Well, I know. You know, he, he, and not to mention... Again, we went through this uh, timeline uh, earlier uh, on the radio show, but in case you don't know or haven't seen these reports because you follow, I don't know, Breitbart or something, Cruz wrote the speech and submitted it to the Trump campaign. Then he talked in person to Donald Trump to tell him he was not going to endorse Donald Trump. The campaign knew about it even earlier than that. Mm -hmm. He went on and stuck to the remarks that he submitted. He didn't come up with a vote your conscience thing later. Trump and his campaign saw that in advance. Before Cruz's speech, Paul Manafort did an, an interview with reporters in which he joked about, wait till you see the reaction to Cruz's speech, yeah, indicating they were he, was fire going, it up. he was going to go out and start an inauthentic, uh, non-organic section of booze to try to get the room going. Then multiple witnesses say they saw people walking around getting them to try to boo the audience. Obviously, they did. Cruz stuck with the remarks anyway and finished up the night. Now, my belief is that they were doing this because they thought they could create a terrible moment for Cruz and ruin him forevermore. And some people think that's what happened. I think the exact opposite has happened. If if Trump loses, which I expect that he will, or is not a good president, which I do not I expect he would be if he were to win, Cruz is a hero. Mm -hmm. Cruz comes out and he's the only freaking person in that whole campaign. I mean, did you see Scott Walker last night? I mean, you want to talk about despicable pandering? Mm -hmm. Scott Walker, Laura Ingram, despicable oh, pandering. Real, we're gonna take a look at uh, her. And we can look at this stuff. But, I mean, Chris Christie, Chris same Christie, thing. Christie, Pathetic. Really bad. These people will be remembered really for this. Yeah. And you know what? Cruz will be remembered as the guy who stood up to Donald Trump. Yep. Uh, you know what? That's a, that's a place I want to be. It's something I want on my tombstone. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to if you don't want to be that person, you can you can go along and vote for Donald Trump. Uh, but don't I don't think it's the right thing to do. To, you can't criticize Cruz. He submitted it in advance. He's being honest to his principles, mm -hmm. period. And here's a look at him being honest to, with his principles. And to those listening, please, don't stay home in November. Yay! So go, go and vote. Right. And the Trump camp can applaud to that. Sure. If you love our country and love your children as much as I know that you do. Stand and speak and vote your conscience. Vote for candidates up and down the ticket who you trust to defend our freedom and to be faithful and here to the comes, Constitution. Here comes the booing. And then the... But why boo? Because... There's, there's a smatter... Cause they there's some flaws in there, too, which is there not is. covered. And it's interesting, because at that point, I think they start to realize 
he's not going to endorse Trump. And that's when the chant begins. Endorse Trump, endorse Trump. Or, I mean, it, it, it really took some balls to stand up to all that last night. Can we go to that uh, last uh, screen grab, the, the last uh, frame there? Look, look at this for a second, because some of the witnesses were saying what they, the people who were going around mm. saying boo, 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 were they called them the green hats. If you see, green hat. Green hat, green hat, green hat, green hat, green hat, oh, yeah. green hat. That All must over. be the, the campaign. All over the place. Uh, the campaign volunteers. And oh, they, yeah. Those are the people they were saying were doing yeah. it. How about that? Um, that's interesting. One, I, two, I didn't notice that until then. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, at least, in that photo. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, okay. And I should note it because I. I actually heard this on the radio when it happened. I was uh, I was driving home and listening uh, to the, the the CNN feed or something on Sirius. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see this go down. But as I was listening to it, it was interesting because just hearing the audio, it did sound like there, especially initially, were a lot of cheers right. to go along with that. It wasn't universal yeah. booze when he said, vote your conscience. After a while, it became an issue where uh, they started chanting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and saying uh, endorse Trump, um, and at that point it got uh, more negative. But that also could be people criticizing the people saying endorse Trump. That's if I were on stage, I would be yeah. yelling at them. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, and you see by the Texas delegation, certainly this morning he was very warmly received. Cruz, and I think he standing would be, ovation when he came in. Anybody who is a is a person who loves liberty is going to even if you want to vote for Donald Trump, see that as you know what. We need people who are going to stand up and hold that line. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, this idea, and we all know endorsements don't mean much anyway. I mean, you know, they don't. Uh, you know, they, that's not what moves. Mm-hmm. Certainly, Ted Cruz's what is, endorsement. What did Mike Pence's endorsement do for Cruz in right, Indiana? Nothing. Uh, nothing. Um, you know, what, what, nothing. The idea that Ted Cruz's mm-hmm. endorsement is going to move the general election um, uh, audience to vote for Donald Trump is absurd. Oh, wait. Uh, what about Sarah Palin in Iowa endorsing Donald Trump? That went well. Uh, oh, wait. No. And, then, and then they disregarded her, and then, and then he won. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about exactly a freaking disaster. Palin did a tweet saying, oh, Ted Cruz ruined his career. She'd know because sure. she's got that path. Uh, man, has she paved mm. it. Is she's paved a very steep downhill road into career oblivion. I'm Indeed sure she, she enjoyed it. Uh, so is Chris Christie. I mean, here's a guy who was really popular six years ago. I mean, really wildly popular. Yeah. And uh, and then we we found out, unfortunately, who he is. But uh, he showed us again last night on his comments on Ted. We're staying low because Newt Gingrich is obviously still on stage speaking. But, Governor, I have to ask you your reaction to those chants of endorse to what unfolded as Ted Cruz told delegates to vote their conscience. It was an awful, selfish speech by someone who tonight, through the words he said on that stage, showed everybody why he has richly earned the reputation that he has on Capitol Hill. Yep. I actually agree with that last part. The words he used, which, by the way, there wasn't one negative word about Donald Trump. Not one. Uh, the words no. he used are praising the Constitution and vote your conscience, and that is mm-hmm. why he has the uh, negative, and he didn't say negative, but the negative reputation he has on Capitol Hill. Because he actually cares about the things he says. Mm-hmm. He actually believes it. Unlike you, Chris, 
who are essentially a subs- as uh, Cruz used the word a subservient puppy or a servile puppy, whatever his term was. That's that's uh, Chris Christie to a T. And by the way, a guy oh, who has a twenty six percent approval rating or whatever it is. Is it twenty six? It's really bad. Yes. It's not, it's not a positive. So uh, bad. Not a positive. Uh, and then, outcome. I mean, inexplicably, I, I I don't know what has happened to some of these uh, conservative commentators. Um, uh, obviously, Sean Hannity has gone off the rails, and so has Laura Ingram. Here she was last night. I want to say this very plainly. Do it, please. Say it. We should all, uh-huh. even all you boys with wounded feelings and bruised egos. Oh, shut up. Ridiculous. Oh, she's so happy with herself. <laughs> we love you. We love you. Oh, shut up. <laughs> but you must honor your pledge to support Donald Trump now. Unbelievable. Tonight. Unbelievable. Tonight. Screw you. Here's the thing. Screw you. Tonight. Screw you. She- They're listening to you. She knows damn good and well. I, I can't take I any more of her. Yeah, it's first just, all she it's knows unbelievable. I'm, she knows damn good and well it's not about bruised egos. She knows she damn good and well it's not about that. It is about principles that she doesn't apparently care at all about. I thought she was conservative. Ted Cruz is was the only conservative in the race at the end. He was the only one. And she, for the whole, I mean, the whole time was for Donald Trump. I, I, I think from the beginning she was for Donald Trump, wasn't she? Yeah, she was very early on that. I mean, really early at least. And right, which is fine. I mean, she deserves to she, get a speaking engagement she there. She and does, she does, I, I mean, guess. She's been essentially if, part of the campaign. If for, all you for are is a Republican, good for you. Right. But, you know, well, I don't think and I, you know, and I don't even know if that it, being a Trump supporter, I don't think necessarily like there are people now who are jumping on that bandwagon who are just Republicans for Republican sake. I don't think you could say that about Laura. You can't say a, no. She was a supporter of this of this, you know, the, of a Clinton donor for a long time. Unbelievable, man. Um, so, but, so I get, you know, you give her credit for consistency on that. But to act as if that's the reason and my, you know, I, I look in the mirror every mm. day. I have no ego. I look in the freaking mirror and see this every day. There's no way to have an ego when that occurs, okay? You wait. I have n- speak for yourself, Stu. Well, you're a different case, Jeff. Okay, I, I am speaking for myself okay. on that one. Like I have bruised egos. I, I mean, lose. I, as I said, we've said this before. I expect to lose these elections with the candidates that I like. <laughs> I never, ever expect to win them. Why? Well, if if my candidates won, the country would be better off. That's how I legitimately feel, or I would not select them in the first place. My candidates lose all the time. They always lose. I never get the guy I want. I've never had in my entire life the opportunity to vote for a president in a general election who I actually really liked. It's never happened in my entire life. I was born in 1976, but I was a kid through the 80s. I would have been excited about voting for for, uh, Ronald Reagan. Uh, Outside of that... Uh, I've never even had the opportunity to vote for a president in a general election that I wanted. How is the how is everything? How has it gone in the last 30 years since that's been true? Has it gone well? well? No. Would you do you like that? So, I mean, telling me I lost is not news to me. I always lose these things. I would say Ronald Reagan for me definitely was somebody I was excited about voting for. Uh, And and. George W. Bush the first time. 
I, yeah. Before I really realized who he was and that he wasn't the conservative I imagined him to be. Yeah. So the second time I held my nose and voted for him. But um, the probably, first time probably was, was pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, you I, know, yeah, I pretty mean, I, solid. But but this time with Ted Cruz, but nothing, yeah, I would have yeah. been the most excited in my life, even more so than Reagan, so to vote for this guy. And you can't. But here's a guy who stuck to his principles, and this is the thanks he gets from the Laura Ingrams and the Chris Christies of the world. It's really pathetic. Um, but you know what? Uh, we got other things to worry about, like sometimes natural disasters. More than half of all homes in America are located in what are known as natural disaster danger zones. So skip your little bruised ego and prepare for one, because we know yeah. that's all you're about, a bruised ego. Mm. Uh, you can't go through these things. You can't go through life being unprepared. Expect disaster like I do. So call, call My Patriot Supply. Because they make it really easy to build your emergency food supply. Yeah. Um, and they're going to help you do it. Four weeks, 99 four weeks. bucks. So, I mean, four you, figure, weeks. you figure, honestly, like four weeks Man. is probably almost every contingency. I mean, there are some, yeah. obviously, what's mm -hmm. the show you always want? Well, walking Dead. You get to a Walking yeah. Dead situation, you're going to need more than four okay. weeks of food. But outside of that, mm -hmm. you're going to probably knock out almost everything that could go wrong here, and you're going to do it for less than $100. How many years has it been on Walking Dead? You're, you're going to need like a six-year supply yeah. if it's a yeah. Walking Dead situation. <laughs> so, That's a lot. Coming up on uh, seven. You know, But the food is delicious, and it lasts up to 25 years, so don't wait for disaster to strike, because by then it's too late. Yep. So order online at preparewiththeblaze.com. 888-411-5290, 888-411-5290, or preparewiththeblaze.com. It's preparewiththeblaze.com. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Beck. It is Pat Stu. Uh, Scott Walker, major disappointment. Last night, uh, Wisconsin governor, former presidential yeah. candidate, said, Bye -bye. let me be clear, using the words of our, of our hideous president, Dead to me. let wow. me be clear, a vote for anyone other than Donald Trump in November is a vote for Hillary Clinton. I should point out that almost everybody's dead to me So today, yeah. so I mean, there could be some resurrections coming up, but as of right now, they're all dead oh, to me. Oh, for sure, Scott Walker. I mean, a, a vote for pathetic. anybody other than Donald Trump is a vote for Hillary Clinton. Shut up. Screw off. Stop telling me what my vote is. <laughs> it's not yours. Mm. You don't get to tell me mm. what my vote is. Okay? It's mine. You don't get to assign the hidden meaning of my vote. My vote. Okay? People can screw off. I'm sick of them. You mm. know, I'm glad that finally we have somebody who actually stands up uh, and, and does something of, uh, you know, of conscience and credibility. And, Courage. You know, and, to, and to be fair, uh, Walker did say this before. Um, uh, Cruz spoke, so it was not in response to Cruz. But this right. idea is just silly. <laughs> it's not Pathetic. Trump's vote to lose. I'm not taking it from Trump. It's my vote that I assign to the person which I want to win. 
Okay, if I, if I assign it to Hillary Clinton and I give it to Hillary Clinton, then that is a vote for Hillary Clinton. The same way if I give it to Trump, then that is a vote for Trump. But if I give it to Gary Johnson, that does not mean I'm voting for Hillary Clinton. Shut up. It's stupid. It's a stupid idea. And, and, and the idea, it, it, it is based on the exact things. And I know this is an ancient word that we don't use anymore, but conservatives used to complain about when it came to the way the Democrats looked at tax dollars. Oh, well, uh, this new tax cut will cost the government $10 billion. It cost the government. It's not the government's money. It's my <laughs> money. OK, the policy would take less of my money away and give it to the government. It doesn't cost the government anything. Conservatives used to think that way. They do not anymore. Apparently, Scott. It's just amazing, too, to watch the media on this uh, continual. I mean, it, it, that's all anybody's talking about today is that Cruz refused to endorse. Cruz won't endorse. Cruz won't. Now he won't even say who he's going to vote for. Well, he doesn't have to. No. That's that's part of the greatness of America is my vote, like Stu was saying, is mine. His vote is his. I don't have to tell you. I don't have to share it with you. I don't have to t- go to the media and say, well, I'm going to I'm going to vote for uh I'm going to vote for the Libertarian king. I don't have to do that. What, and why do they give a rat's ass? Instead, there's not one single outlet except us that I know of saying that this was a principled position when it clearly was. I mean, clearly, I, the easiest thing in the world to have done last night yeah. is to get up and say, I endorse Donald Trump because I'm a Republican. I'm a Republican. Great. Vote for the Republican. Yes. Um, and I will say that uh, the second easiest thing to do would be to not show up at all. Pull a Kasich. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, don't even show up at all. Or a Rubio. And that's Rubio not, didn't speak, did he? Rubio he, he, had a video message. It was a real message. short video message. Uh, yeah, I don't think he message. endorsed in the message. I was I told he didn't. Either. I missed it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, missed I, it I didn't too. go back to look at it. Um, but again, like in a, in a, that's the easy, the easy thing to do if you want to say I'm not with Trump is not get in the way. The hardest thing to do is to get in there and stand up and make a speech that while not – in, intensely negative on Donald Trump. Uh, hi, hi, negative uh, at all. Times, very positive. He congratulated yeah. Donald yeah. Trump on He said winning. build a wall. He said I mean, build I, a wall. We deserve an immigration system that puts America first. Yes, build a wall. Stop yeah. admitting made, ISIS terrorists as right? refugees. Right. Trade policies yeah, that, that was, put the interests of American farmers and manufacturing jobs over global interests. Now, Hello. And he again, didn't say and, one overtly negative thing about Donald Trump. The trade thing actually made me uncomfortable because yeah. I uh, do yes. not at all agree with protectionist trade policies. Now, what he said purely is true. Um, yes. What he said purely is, of course, we don't want to put uh, globalist companies ahead of, of right. farmers. But I mean, again, he doesn't have to say that if he's trying to trash Donald Trump, he does not have to uh, come out and make a statement that you could easily take as backing his trade policy, even though he doesn't really. He framed that in the way that was most positive to Donald Trump. Correct. He didn't and come it- out and say, we need to stop. Uh, mm-hmm. We can't raise tariffs. He should, that's what he believes. He didn't say that. He said we need to not put uh, farmers behind the eight ball on uh, trade. Oh. Which is a thing that Donald Trump could have said. Again, I honestly think, honestly, that this, is, this was not the plan of Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, I think, believed he would go in there, say things that he believed, that at times generally seemed like they could agree with the Trump campaign, at times saying things that were a little critical but m- very mild, things like we have to stand up and not give in to hate, right? Like right. things mm. like that. And then in the end, the audience would would applaud and it would be over. So he took his little stand, didn't endorse, but didn't hurt the party. 
I think that was Cruz's plan with that speech. Trump's people got the booing started. And because of the booing, it tur- it did nothing but help Ted Cruz. He went from this mildly not mildly critical and somewhat brave moment to not give in to the endorsement into an incredibly brave moment where he's standing up and facing down the boos and chants and saying constitutional things. Trump did nothing but help Cruz here. Um, and while that's not going to be apparent for the next hundred days, because that's about how far we are away from the election, um, if Trump loses or if Trump wins and is not a good president, Cruz is going to look unbelievable in a few years. Uh, someone tweeted this last night, and I think it's true. In 10 years, eh, you're not going to be able to find a person who booed Do- uh, Ted Cruz <laughs> in that freaking arena. They're all going to say they cheered him. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to take some time. It wasn't me. This is what you're supposed to do. You know, uh, you know, <clears throat> it is a it's a brave moment and certainly not with the the stakes of a Winston Churchill, perhaps. But it's that type of thing when you're standing up against everyone who wants you to say the opposite. That's something we should be praised. It's something we used to praise all the time. And thanks to the agitators, uh, the green hats. Uh, then we at the same time, we've got uh, Mrs. Cruz, Heidi, being uh, heckled and mm-hmm. surrounded by the Trump, yeah, but Trumpers, mm-hmm. uh, heckling her, uh, getting, making her nervous. She gets escorted out by security, and they're screaming, Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs, all around Heidi. Um, doesn't Donald Trump, isn't he going to have somebody from Goldman Sachs work on his... Yes, and no doubt multiple... Hey. Wasn't, multiple people. Wasn't that, uh, wasn't that a Goldman Sachs guy? Uh, that yes, he and, huh. and huh. He, he has done more business than Goldman Sachs <laughs> than probably just about anybody else on earth. Yeah, I mean, as a billionaire I mean, real estate developer, of course, it's Come even, on. there's nothing wrong with doing business with Goldman no. Sachs, by the way. I'm, almost every company right. on earth does business with Goldman mm-hmm. Sachs. We're one of the biggest investment banks on the, on the planet. Um, and by the way, Donald Trump has done business with them, and that's not a criticism. It's like saying, like, oh, well, he's done business with McDonald's. Well, everybody's done business with McDonald's. I mean, Jeffy, probably primarily. Um, Wait, what? I didn't endorse McDonald's. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, meanwhile, here's the uh, here's a uh, Ben Howe is out raising some money. Uh, GoFundMe. He's got a crowdfunding uh, thing in the hopes of producing a movie that will outline Trump's uh, political rise and how he hijacked the GOP. Uh, and it's called Sociopath, or will be, if he gets it made. Here's a look at it on the trailer. for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States. When you get these terrorists, you have to take out their families. Japan has a problem. Maybe they would, in fact, be better off if they defend themselves, including with nukes, yes. Saddam Hussein was a bad guy, right? But you know what he did well? He killed... 
terrorists. If Saddam Hussein was there, would we be better off? Absolutely. Uh, I don't know what I said. Uh, I don't remember. Blood coming out of her, wherever. I've taken advantage of the laws of this country. I'm the king of dead. I'm great with that. I don't know if I'll do the fighting myself or if other people will. Get him out of here. Throw him out. Keep his coat. Confiscate his coat. Oh, you're so politically correct. You're so beautiful. Oh, look at you. Does that sound to you like the temperament of a man we should elect as president? Here's the guy that inherited $200 million. If he hadn't inherited $200 million, you know where Donald Trump would be right now? Selling watches in Manhattan. I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody, and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? The state of New York has filed a $40 million lawsuit against Donald Trump. This is a guy who is conning conservatives right now. He is running a scam. This is a fraud executed by a TV character. He's a maniac. You were paid $2 million a year? Excuse me. I didn't run the company. I'm just telling you. So what were you paid $2 million a year for? Excuse me. Because of my genius, okay? Man, I'm... I mean, the sociopath. That looks... Mm-hmm. I mean, that. I hope that gets made. I do that too. needs to be made. That, yeah. that uh, you know, looking back at some of those clips and hearing those sound bites again, I remind know. you of just how unbelievably inconceivable this whole thing has been it sure start to does. finish. Uh, and is. how have so many people been duped like this? How is it possible? Uh, yeah, you but ignore Trump. all of it. You ignore all of it. Why? Because he had a damn reality show? I mean, I can't conceive of how this happened. I, I, I just can't get my head around it. How did this happen? It's legitimately one of the most embarrassing things I've in my entire lifetime. That, embarrassing, that, that, perplexing, yeah, I've never seen despicable. Like I mean, uh, I can't believe you hate Donald Trump that bad. I, well, yeah, but Trump. Yeah, but that's Mr. a good point. Mr. Trump is the man. Mr. Trump, okay. that's a good point. Uh, by the way, can we have to wow. get close up on the, the dress again? Let, let, yeah. Let's get Ben making this movie. Because, yeah, no I mean, but, really? You know, I, really? Do it, go there. That's London. really good. 888 back. More Pat and Stu coming up. Even Bill O'Reilly, who calls everybody by their last name. Beck! Kelly! Yeah. Mr. Trump. I hate that so Calling him Mr. Trump last night. Oh. Unbelievable. Really? Unbelievable. Mr. Trump, I heard oh. you like Have you ever <laughs> have you ever watched a Republican convention, a Republican convention, where you were so irritated by what was being said that you had to turn it off? Are we counting this year? Are we counting last year? Yeah, I'm talking counting... about before this year. Has that ever happened to you? Because oh. it happened to me multiple <laughs> times last night. I couldn't take it. I just couldn't take it. It's why I haven't really paid much attention. But I. Watched last night because I wanted to see Cruz and I, I wanted to see if Rubio, uh, what Rubio had to say and Scott Walker. I, I couldn't take it most of the time. Uh, after Ted Cruz and they went to that family thing, you know, the, the video of the family talking about him. It was just it was it was more than I could handle. Just unbelievable. Yeah, I, You know, I mean. I think, generally speaking, the Trump kids have been well received yes, through they this, have. Um, and and, been and really the highlight, well received. The highlight is coming up with uh, little Ivanka tonight, uh, which I think she's probably the uh, top of the heap when it comes to. I mean, you know, you don't have favorite, you know, no one has favorite kids. Although my favorite kid is definitely Ivanka, um, <laughs> uh, but it's it, you know, 
It's a little overkill. Like you, I, I'm not saying it's a lot overkill because this happens at every convention. You get maybe a spouse speech, maybe you get a friend speech. You know, Romney had a couple good videos about people he had helped in his, with charities and and like there is an element of that at every one of these speeches, and I'm not criticizing them for doing it. It's just like. Everybody they know seems to be. I mean, people mm-hmm. that I, I, you know, I sell wine. His second cousin I, twice removed. I make the taco bowls at except Trump Tower. Tiffany. Yeah. Except yeah. for Tiffany. Tiffany was up there. She was there yeah. Monday night. She made a speech. No, she was Tuesday night. Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Tiffany okay. was definitely made a speech. Yeah. Tiffany was on. Tiffany, Eric, so. uh, Donald Jr., mm-hmm. uh, Ivanka, uh, Melania, the Trump winery lady, one right. of their employees who helped him out was on drugs, a casino casino investor right. last night. I mean, it's just like, I, well, I mean, I get it. any of the and, strippers from the casinos come in? You know, come no, on, sadly, and, no. Huh. They're behind. Uh, they're tonight we also have. Don't forget, uh, and I, you know, I don't want to downplay. Uh, don't want to play downplay her because it's tonight. We don't know. She might be the top of the list after to, after tonight. Doctor Lisa Shin. Oh, uh, the Lisa Shin. Yes, the Doctor Lisa Shin. How did they I mean, get her? Because she, she is the. Of course, National Diversity Coalition for Trump. Right. And I didn't want to insult anybody's in, uh, intelligence uh, by saying that, so I'm glad you did. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Ms. Chin is on tonight. Yes, um, yes. And, and her position again is, of course, of the, course, the, the I mean, National like, Diversity National Coalition, Coalition for Trump. For That's Trump. what she's going to be speaking uh, about. Which is a big, 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 big uh, we coalition were, yeah, that everybody yeah. loves oh my gosh. so very, very I, much. A coalition so big, uh, he's pulling at zero percent with blacks in Ohio. That's how big the diversity it's coalition big. is. It's pretty it's big. All the way up to zero. Now, well, that's weird because Dr. Lisa Shin, it says here, mm-hmm. even in the bio, that she worked to support Donald Trump's candidacies from New Mexico all the way to Cleveland, Ohio. She's doing a dang fine job. Dang um, fine job. Can I address one other annoying thing that keeps <laughs> sure. being said over and over again in the campaign? And look, I, this is a minor point, but it's infuriating <laughs> to me. The idea that Donald Trump got more votes than any other Republican candidate in a primary. That's bugged you for a while. It's You've been bothered by that from the beginning. Number one, it's meaningless, okay? Yeah. I don't know if anyone realizes this, but populations increase, mm. okay? Now, that doesn't explain the entire now, increase. Now, wait, are you saying that America today has more human beings mm-hmm. than America in 1776? Yes, is that what you're alleging? Right. So, yes. Because we incredible. had three million people then. Right. And it's more now, Pat. So you're saying that the president more. who would be elected today <laughs> would have more votes than George Washington? Right, right. George freaking Washington, <laughs> right. the founding father of our nation. Yes. So let me wow. uh, so let me explain how this works <laughs> wow. for anyone who okay. for some reason falls for this. All right. Number one, Mm. population increases. So the only people that it could possibly be, the only elections that it could possibly be compared to are the last few. Okay. Let's say uh, from 2000 on. I mean, there's no way any any Republican victor would have more votes than anyone before 2000 because there's election, no matter what happened, because of election uh, growth. So so that's number one. But you might say, well, okay, what about the other elections? Well, let's take a couple of them out right away. 2004, for example, was a was a um, an incumbent. An incumbent. So he basically ran against nobody. So you're going to take yeah. 2004 out. 
2000 was probably too old, but there, but there wasn't really, there was a small battle at the beginning of, against John McCain, but it was over pretty quickly after mm-hmm. what, three states, yeah. pretty mm-hmm. much over. Um, 2000, uh, I can't eight. even remember, remember anybody who was running other than Bush and McCain. Yeah, I think Forbes ran. Oh, yeah, Forbes. Um, I think was in that I think one. Steve Forbes but again, ran. there was no real competition. Right. 2008, there was a decent competition between McCain, yes. and Romney, uh, Giuliani for a while. However, Giuliani never really competed when it came down to states. Duncan Hunter. Duncan Hunter. Let's never, not forget Duncan no, Hunter. I, Duncan Hunter did not really compete. Okay. Uh, he was there, but all he did right. not compete. So essentially came down to, again, it was, all, it was over basically by Florida, which is state mm-hmm. four. I think that year may have been state five. 2012, basically the same thing. Romney uh, dispatched with Gingrich and Santorum fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. Santorum, uh, uh, Gingrich, basically after South Carolina, uh, Mm -hmm. that that fell apart for Gingrich. Um, And Santorum hung around for a little while as a general competitor, along with people like Ron Paul. But it was over fairly quickly. This is the falsehood that is encapsulated in this argument. Donald Trump is bragging about his inability to put away his competitors. The reason he got more votes than everyone else is because the contest lasted longer because it took him a long time to win it. Yeah, right. This is not something to brag about. It's something to be embarrassed about. (laughs) The fact that it took him 30 states to win a competition that took everyone else five states is not something to uh, brag about. Yet he could, every single speaker says this as if it's a positive. It is not a positive. It's just meaningless. It's positive to the Trumps listening. If it was just population, they they love it. If it was just population, it would be meaningless. It is less than meaningless. It's actually a negative. It's actually him showing his weakness. But he does that all the time. Yes. Uh, And Hillary Clinton is uh, helping him. Uh, she has now come out with a new ad highlighting Donald Trump's praise of her. I, this is going to happen over and over and over again. He's got there's so much from this guy's past uh, that they're going to use against him. And this is just one of the things. Uh, and they'll say, well, this is positive campaigning. Look, at we're just using things he has said about Hillary. And he said all these great things. I know her well. I know her her husband well. I like them both. She would make a very good president. She's using all of that in a brand new campaign ad uh, featuring him. <laughs> when has that ever happened? When do you ever have that in a candidate? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's funny. I, it's, it's unbelievable, man. And the, but this is the guy we're all supposed to get in line with. Now it happens in primaries. Uh, it does happen in but primaries. It never, it never happens, happens in the general. general. No, it never happens. <laughs> Come in on, it is amazing. Uh, by the way, we had a, a really uh, you know, we, a lot of people. And I've been part of this to to admit my own weakness. I've been part of this, and occasionally um, accusing Donald Trump of saying some negative things, some maybe some hateful things, some uh, dishonest things. But there was a moment of love uh, at the uh, at the prim- uh, the speech last night, and, and and I think you need to see it over and over and over it's again. A big fake kiss. Oh, here it is. Like, look at this. Take look a look. Right in there, and then that's pulled away. Oh, that's, that's I mean, cute. That's, look at that. Yeah, that's cute. Look at that. Look, it's, 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 that's aw. a romantic, aw. nice little moment between the two of them. Yeah, that's nice. Look at he that. He tried to kiss, and Pence pulled away. Ah, get off me. <laughs> he really did pull away, too. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did. Just a little. A little hesitant. Okay. All right. It's weird. You got to love the guy. You it's really a weird, do. weird moment. More Pat and Stu coming up as you take a look at 
the kiss that almost was. And what do you think about that compared to the Al Tipper kiss from uh, conventions past? Uh, I think this is more romantic right here. <laughs> weird phenomenon but i like it movies that open on friday on thursday yeah I don't, you I, notice that trend has happening a lot instead a lot of later. you know they debut on friday it opens june or july 22nd and yet early early previews july 21st yeah at like seven o'clock uh i'm going to a seven o'clock showing tonight of star trek beyond oh you are oh yeah nice oh, yeah. i want to mm-hmm. see that i want to thanks for the invite. looks really good um, yeah, limited I, opening um, two weeks <laughs> from the grand opening no, I'm excited about that, actually. It looks good. It does I, look good. Does. i got to say, this new batch of Star Trek movies are pretty freaking good. I know, good. I like yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I like them really a lot. I, and I'm it's not a, a Star nice Trek reboot. fan. Like, I'm not, like, I don't consider myself a, a, a big-time fan. They're just, they're just good movies. Yeah, they are. They're just good movies. They're fun. Um, so uh, I'm kind of excited about that. And, and then a week from tomorrow... And the, the, the Dinesh D'Souza thing has some oh, stuff yeah. tonight, is too. That, is that tonight? Mm-hmm. Some, some pre- early previews start today. Okay, because that looks really good, too. And it's not exactly a documentary, I guess, right? No, there's some uh, acting going on. In- and there was last time, too, but I think there's more in this one. Yeah, I think you're right. So. Um, I'm a, uh, I think the reason they do that is because it, it inflates the reported numbers. I mean, like, because they probably figure they're going to get a certain percentage. The, the, mac- the most of their money they're going to make is going to be in the first weekend, the first couple weekends. So why not... You know, get a little bit extra. They'll be able to say at the and end. And that's why they open on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, it's not in, a, in the official weekend numbers because they right. they take that out. But like, yeah. but end of the weekend, they still have more money. I don't think they care if it's in the official weekend numbers. They have more money in their pockets, right? Which is smart. Which is why they used to do, and it seems like you used to open like in the summer, especially on Wednesday. Yeah. But they would say it was like Wednesday, yeah. July twentieth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know why they're. I think kind of weird. There's probably that feeling of people being like, "I got to see it early." Yeah. Like, like there's like an exclusivity. Like sort I'm of. getting away with something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It kind of is that way, I guess. Uh, now a week from tomorrow. The new Jason Bourne debuts, uh, July 29th. Jason Bourne, fourth appearance as the amnesiac special ops agent. There was another movie in there somewhere with a different guy, though, right? It was Jason, it was Bourne, I, I don't know, there's the Bourne Identity, Bourne Supremacy, Bourne Ultimatum or something. Uh, what is this one called? Jason Bourne. I know. Jason, Jason Bourne. Bourne. There it it's is. just called Jason Bourne. Watch it while he pizza. Uh, here's a, here's a peek at it. You'll no longer be yourself. I remember. I remember everything. Remembering everything doesn't mean you know everything. Tell me. Just an act. Could be worse than Snowden. Facial recognition got a hit. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Why would it come back now? I 
There's a demonstration in front of the Greek parliament building. I think she'll use it as cover. They tracked you. We gotta move. What if he's not coming for us? What if it's something else? I volunteered because of a lie. This is Jason Bourne. I need to talk. 32 kills. People are safer because of what you did. Jeremy Renner. Yeah, and then okay. just, and so then he now he decided you know for this one you know what uh, you know maybe a million dollars a line isn't bad uh, I guess I'll come back <laughs> and he did and he did and he did so I, I guess they're gonna uh, kick something off with Renner too again now when at the beginning of this series I thought Matt Damon as some you know super incredible spy guy a CIA operative come on in no way. But he actually pulls it off pretty well. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I think he's really good in it. Really good. I, yeah, he's uh, convincing. I mean, you know, I mean, it's a weird series in that, like, it, he never seems to actually be doing any spying. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's this big spy no, guy. There's a lot never, of killing. Yeah, but it's all, it's seemingly really just him upset that he used to spy. Right. Yeah. Pretty he's, much. That's uh, pretty much the whole series. I mean, he's never actually doing any of the things that you I'm think up, he's known I'm for. I'm upset that they taught me how to spy and kill everyone I came in contact with, so, so I'm, I'm going to go kill and con- everyone I come so, in contact I'm going to use all that wonderful training that I supposedly hate so much to kill everybody. <laughs> uh, it is a kind of a weird backward series, but it's good. It's well Still, done. Yeah, and, you know, I love it. I, I like it. And I honestly, it. like, do we really need to hear any more words out of Mount Damon's mouth? No. Jeez, no. I've heard enough. Yeah. Especially in real life. Yeah. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Back. More Pat and Stu is inevitable.
and stew. That's us. And you. Finish finishing up some pizza. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what happens you in know. the breaks here. Yeah. Especially on days like today. We like we like to actually be finished by the time we come back, but... I don't really the, care. I don't really I, that's something that you like. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. You don't care? No. All right. They, like, we, they know we eat. We're humans. And humans eat. <laughs> or sometimes we're going to eat on the air. A lot of times humans don't eat on television uh, when they're live on, te- on Jeff. TV. Jeffy? What's that? Hello? Hi. Oh, good. That was good. You covered it pretty well there, Jeffy. Thank you. Um, oh, quick uh, news flash for you uh, from CNN. Uh, Cruz refuses to say he'll vote for Trump. Yeah. He was asked in the... Um, yeah. On this thing today, they said, will you vote for Donald Trump? Not, not endorse or support. Right. Will you vote for no, him? He said, I will not vote for Hillary Clinton. There you go. That's what I say, too. Good for him. I had a bunch I of questions what? last night because I went off on some of this stuff and still, the, you know, got the same insane oh, yes. Trump same stuff. Yep. As I, uh, oh, well, some of it is just so... Dumb. Just, uh, stop with your dumb uh, questions. And, uh, and so you so you like Hillary then? Mm. No, you know what? If you, so if asinine. Spent, I don't know. Four seconds looking. I, we just aired. Uh, we're in the middle of airing a series, mm-hmm. a four-part series on the scandals of Hillary Clinton to ten million people. No, I am not a Hillary supporter. But it's like mm-hmm. these people are so dumb. Yeah. I just I think they, they, it's. I mean, and people are like, oh, you're, you're calling the Trump followers dumb? Some of them, yeah, yeah. Really dumb. Like, the dumbest people I've ever encountered in my life. Yeah. Now, not all of them are that way, but many of them are. Um, particularly the, like, the idea that you're going to come and say, you know, that people now, they're all about this, uh, the pledge today. It's like, look, I, if you want to say that Ted Cruz had a problem with the pledge and he's breaking the pledge, I think that's probably fair to say. I mean, I, I, my my issue with him is entering into it in the first place. It's a terrible thing to promise. You shouldn't promise things that you're not going to go through with. Uh, and so I, I, there's some criticism, I think, that can be leveled to, to, on Ted Cruz. But you, not from a Trump supporter. <laughs> I mean, unless you're also saying, by the way, my guy's terrible on this one, too. Unless you're saying that, he broke the pledge long before Ted Cruz broke the pledge. He said Ted Cruz could uh, did not need to support him, and he didn't need his support. Um, he uh, gave him an out on the uh, the uh, the contract. And by the way, a contract is not a it's not a one person thing; it's a two person thing. Or in this case, it was seventeen people, whoever many. He said he didn't even need him. He said he didn't need him. I mean, if so, if Trump breaks the contract, the contract is not in effect anymore. Trump Jr. is saying right now on CNN. Uh, that he doesn't, they don't want Ted Cruz's endorsement. Well, good. Well, good. You don't have it. Shut up about it. Shut up about it. What what were you uh, hyping up the crowd last night then? Why were you hyping them up to say endorse Trump? Why? Why? If you don't want his, why did you have him speak? Why? I mean, he didn't have to speak at the convention. You didn't have to invite him. You didn't have to have him. You could have said, no, we don't want you. Uh, They're so pathetic. And then, you know, I'm talking about some of these things on my Facebook page. And some guy writes, stop it. Just stop, Pat. This is getting really old. Who forced you onto my site? <laughs> who, who the hell? Oh, that, well, that is a lot of that happens who a lot. Who forced you? It's, a predat- it's like a predatory, it's, predatory do load. Do I have people out there? You have a predatory <sighs> Facebook page, Pat. That, yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sad. That is just putting a gun to people's head? Yeah. Just be like, you you got say, read Pat. my stuff? Get on Pat Gray's wow. page right wow. now. Wow. 
I got to put a stop to that somehow. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I got to put a stop to it. Um, Uh, You know what's happening, though? A federal appeals court is trying to put a stop to the Texas voter ID law. This is something that's also inconceivable to me. I don't (laughs) understand it. A federal appeals court ruled yesterday that our voter ID law violates the Voting Rights Act and ordered changes before our November election. Uh, the ruling comes from the Fifth Circuit Court <clears throat> and it uh, of Appeals, and it instructed a lower court to make changes that fix the discriminatory effect. What is discriminatory about asking people to show their ID to make sure they're citizens when they come to the voting booth? Well, How black, the hell black, is discriminatory? First of all, black people can't get IDs, so that's number one. All the black well, people are going to be left yeah, out. They, number they two, can't. Hispanics no, cannot get IDs. <laughs> number three, Indians cannot get IDs. The Chinese, four, Muslims, the Japanese. Chinese, Japanese, mm-hmm. Irish, none of them can get IDs. Here's the interesting thing. All those people have IDs. All those groups. All of them. All of them have IDs. And like each all one. of them, each of the groups, too, is okay with showing their ID. Yeah, well, but only by like 80% of them. Right, that's mm-hmm. true. There so is there about is 19 or 20% who say, no, I don't want to. But there's probably 19 or 20% of white people that say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, think it's, it's about, I think it's about 10% of white people say it's bad and 20% of black people. So it's a slight, <laughs> you know, there's a few people more. But I mean, it's, an, it's just unbelievable. I mean, it is. Uh, it's showing ID at the voting pools is one of the it's most popular policies hard. that is discussed in our discourse. That's how uh, it's more popular than almost every other thing that we talk about. It's something like 80 some odd. It's it's low 80s, I think, overall, uh, who agree with it. Then there's a few percent that don't. And then there's a few percent that have no opinion. But I mean, it's overwhelmingly popular. People just inherently realize this is not an irrational request, particularly when you, um, you know, and and certain states, I think Kansas was one of them um, that implemented a voter ID law. Uh, decided to throw a bone to the people, the very few people who disagree with the policy in general, and say, okay, well, look, yes, is it possible that someone might not have enough money to get an ID, they don't drive, they don't have any cash? Uh, yes, it's possible. So we'll put in a, 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 you know, a circumstance that if, you don't, if that is you, you can come get a free ID and we'll, we'll get you one. Like, they literally have gone through every step to make every this step. as easy as possible. And that's, that's the discriminatory part of it, supposedly. They, because the opponents say it discriminates by requiring forms of ID that are more difficult to obtain for low-income blacks and, his, and Latinos. Why? Why are they more... Uh, why? Uh, that is so insulting to blacks and Latinos to say, sorry, you, you guys, obviously, <laughs> we can't let you drive. <laughs> And get a driver's license. That's way too hard for you. I mean, you know, that's ridiculous to say that you could get a driver's license. <laughs> you're a minority. I mean, we can't allow that. Is that what you're saying? Because they all have driver's licenses. Almost all of them. Or a state ID of some kind. And it, Because, like you said, you can get a state ID. A state-issued ID for next to nothing. Yeah, it's in some states it is actually not hard because they in wanted to just, uh, they wanted to eliminate that argument, right? You know, like look, I mean, it's just really and, and the other side of this is like, well, we we very rarely will find cases of voter fraud. Well, first of all, it's not as rare as they say it is, but second of all, they don't measure it th- that way. Like they don't know when all the fraud. If it was right. Like, it's like saying, well, we don't, you know, how many times is, uh, you know, someone, uh, does a crime get committed? Well, we can't get an exact number on that because a lot of crimes get committed and we don't know. 
Mm-hmm. We don't know if they were committed or not. We haven't caught them. I mean, you don't catch them. It's sometimes difficult to know how many red lights have been run in the country. I don't know. Because we don't catch everyone who runs a red light. It's impossible to know how many people run red lights. Yeah, light. if you go by the number of tickets issued. Right. And you'd say it's not that big of an issue. It's very. It's actually kind of rare that people run red lights. Well, that's not true. How many times do people speed in the United States? Well, I don't know exactly. We don't issue a ticket every time someone speeds. At least 15. Well, at least 15 times. Case. We know that. <laughs> 15 <laughs> times. At least 15. Well, and there are some times where uh, police officers don't issue tickets. When they uh, pull those you are over for pretty, speeding, pretty rare times. In uh, those experience. are rare for for males. Yes, <laughs> they are not real rare for females. Very mm. true. My uh, wife gets out of every single time. Every uh, every single time. Does Lisa? She get out of it every time. Uh, she's a mixed bag. She's really? gotten out of some. Uh, she, but she, I don't know what she does to get tickets. Oh, she, she gets the she gets she the, get the camera tickets though. That's what kills her. Well, she does get camera tickets. See, the camera well. tickets is not racist. If you sass the sexist, officer, you're gonna get a ticket. Yeah, and uh, I do not ever do that. Uh, yeah, I, don't I don't think don't she either. does really either. But I mean, yeah. it, there are moments where you're really frustrated about it because. It's oh like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We're all human. It's part, yeah. yeah. Have you, are you can you connect with that at any level, Pat? I know it's hard. It's a hard concept. Yeah, not really, not hard for me to. No, no. I connect with that pretty easily. Uh, this is kind of interesting because in in this video, which has already been viewed uh, more than 1.2 million times on YouTube, uh, McLaren sports car runs through a stop sign and gets his windshield smashed in by uh, uh, I guess a longboarder or skateboarder. Here's a here's a look at what happened. Me too. And meanwhile, somebody gets into the McLaren and drives off with it. <laughs> oh, okay, they got the driver still there. Oh, Sorry, bud. Man. That's unbelievable. And do people think, I'm sure they think that's okay. Yeah, I guess online a lot of the comments. Uh, did he almost hit the guy? Is that why he smashed it? Or what happened there? Wow. I mean, he did. I mean, he rolls through it a little Let's bit. And, okay, yeah, but then he stops. Uh, oh, he's he just in the. Him. He's in the crosswalk. Yeah, he That's why the guy him, did bro. it. I'll bet. Oh, I hope this guy catches. Oh, him. I the thing you don't see on video is this guy getting the crap beat out of him. <laughs> Hopefully, with the skateboard to the head. Uh huh. That's a nice. It's too nice of a wow. car. Oh, jeez. Although yellow. Man. That's probably you know. Sorry, bud. On a sports car like that, I'll bet you that's twenty five hundred dollars. Oh, on a McLaren, it's way more than that. More than twenty-five hundred dollars. That's that's. I mean, that's a one million dollar car. Maybe he'll think about it next time he rolls up to a stop sign to come to a complete stop. (laughs) Oh, are you on the side of uh, traffic laws now? uh, I am always on the side of stop signs and coming to a complete stop. I mean, look, he, he obviously, like, this has happened to everybody where you've, you've over, I mean, you know, everyone's all, you know, overshot a stop sign a little bit. And, and probably he did make a mistake, but, um, you know, I guess because he's in a fancy car, he's just the worst person in the industry, right. not, mm-hmm. didn't just make a mistake. I mm-hmm. hope that guy caught him, and I think he was gonna. Me too. I think he was gonna catch him, and I hope he, you know. I hope he gave him a good beating. I really. <laughs> not, not, you know, not dangerous, put him in the hospital, but just a beating. Yeah, you but know, I would say if it was normal a, everyday beating. If it was a Ford Fusion, I'd agree with you. Uh, that was a McLaren. Oh, you, you want him in the hospital? In the hospital. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, 
Uh, uh, yes, I know. It was very Trumpish of me, that uh, response. No, uh, but, but I mean, again, we're talking about a McLaren. Now, the fact that it's yellow, I will say, uh, maybe not the hospital, maybe just the clinic. Uh, if it was black or red, then okay. Uh, the yellow He's choice He's got to visit on a one of those, uh, uh, what do they call them, where you call them ahead of time, and then they call you back when they've got some time, oh, okay. and then you go in there. <laughs> yeah. What are those places? One of those places, yeah. like a, a drop-in. Yeah. Uh, or e- e- yeah. Um, now, I will say, uh, obviously, you don't uh, beat anybody up like that. Although, I hope he was caught and, and went to uh, get, went to the police. Um, and I thought, I, 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 oh, it, I think that was be the first thing on that guy's mind chasing him was well, stop so I can get the authorities. I happen to be uh, in a family, to say it this way, I happen mm-hmm. to be in a family mm-hmm. uh, in which a member of this family may or may not have hit a Porsche at one point in, uh, in, in her hmm. history. Really? Um, and, really? Uh, well, like, look, I'm not being specific here. It could be Lisa. It could be Ainsley, uh, my daughter. She's, <laughs> she's, she's already three. driving? Yeah, well, she's three. I didn't okay. say I right. mm-hmm. uh, But this actually happened to Lisa at one point. Coming around the, uh, the good old uh, uh, Trenton parking garage. Oh, nice. Going around yeah. one of those corners a little bit too tight. Took off a bumper of a Porsche. Ooh. And, you know, of course, you know, unlike this a-hole, uh, he didn't run away. Uh, or, or do it? She didn't do it intentionally. She stayed right. there, and had the police come and and everything. But it's 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 that a tough moment stupid. because yeah, you know you, when you're it, it's one thing to bash into Jeffy's car, right? Like who yeah. cares? Which you I know, had done care. at the Trenton garage at one yeah. point. Number life. one, Jeffy does it himself about three times a week. But number two, <laughs> you know who's going to notice another dent on Jeffy's car? Right. Right. I mean, the thing right. barely rolls forward. So. When you do it to a nice car like that, it used to be that that made you feel bad. Now it makes people feel brave. Now it makes people feel proud of themselves. Look what they've done. They've hurt a rich person's property. What a brave And they deserve it. Yeah, they deserve it. They deserve it. That's why... All right, more patents too coming up in a minute. Uh, sponsor this half hour is Super Beats. Uh, Super Beats is the uh, drink we've been talking about for a while. Uh, it is you know, beets you might know uh, being nutritious. They're nutritious uh, food, but you probably don't want to eat them because a lot of times they come in salads, mm-hmm. and salads are terrible. Uh, nobody wants to eat them. Um, so beets, uh, they might have a, you know uh, healthy aspects to them, but you don't want to eat them. That's why Super Beets has this formula. It's a black cherry formula, and it's delicious. Uh, it also has uh, a lot of the uh, incredible benefits uh, that these elite athletes use now. They actually use beets as something because uh, as, as a fuel for their workouts. And you know, I being a guy who's you know hit the gym. 12, 15 times a decade, I want to make sure that I'm at peak performance all the time. Uh, so, you know, look, use their research to benefit you. Go to StuLovesBeats.com, StuLovesBeats.com, or call them 800-951-8896. You're going to love the results, or they're going to give you your money back. There's no risk. Give them a call, 800-951-8896, or StuLovesBeats.com. about um you don't have a second grader yet but no. soon you will mm-hmm. zach is what five yeah five mm-hmm. wow five already. he's five in august uh, so he's holy cow five. five years old so and he's not in second grade yet 
No, that's not. I know. Have you had it checked? Because we've recommended that multiple times. You have, and I haven't listened. Oddly. uh I might want to have him check. I don't know how many stories we have to do, Stu, but... (laughs) How many many things do we have to discover about this kid that are wrong with him before he finally... (laughs) Get him checked. Get him checked out. I'm pretty sure he doesn't need to be checked. I mean, when they do... The kid's not even driving yet, right? No. Good. God. I mean, Pat's willing to give him a break on the driving, but I'm saying second grade... By five? I mean, by now Seriously. he should have graduated from high school. Really? Yeah. All all six of my kids have graduated I mean, from high school by, by the time five? they were five. Yeah. All six. Well, he's not five yet. That's until next month. Okay, so. well, he's, he's got, got some time. time. He's got he's some got- time. <laughs> that doesn't mean you shouldn't get him checked. Oh, yeah, how, <laughs> how would you feel <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, about in second grade, so he's eight years old, so he's got three years from now, to be studying LGBTQ history? You'd be okay with that? Uh, no. No. And and it's not because, uh, you know, I'm homophobic. Yes, it is. Um, Of course, that's what you claim. It's just that (laughs) I don't think I want them learning anything about sex. Right! Like, it's just not a sexual time. Right. Second grade is not a sexual time. Exactly right. Yeah, but it's history based on the history sex, sexual of preference. homosexual sex. Right. Like I, I, I don't have any. Like I certainly, if it was important to a particular storyline, um, and Maybe. you know, I mean, uh, you, well, you might it, say that, but I don't even know if you would no. you even know the definitions of these terms at that age in second grade. Any sexual stuff at all? I, I didn't want them learning about. Heterosexual sex. But like, if you school, were to say, let me handle that aspect of it. Right. You teach like, them how to read, write, and do arithmetic. Let's just say that's what I want from I, the school. I, right. Uh, yes. I mean, well, in, in history, right? I mean, I, yes. I think you want history. Right. But like, let's say, for example, mm-hmm. if for you're some reason about, it, it falls into the three R's, even though it starts with H. Right. Yeah. I don't know why. Reading, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe. But so, like, so go to like, uh, if you're going to talk, because <clears> this will be the argument I think from someone who's who's gay or wants to make this more of an issue, would say. You're talking about George Washington, and you talk about Martha Washington, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that gives you the... Well, you're not saying they're having mm-hmm. sex, but you're saying they he, he was a heterosexual, right? Like it's And, and so yeah. if someone in history, um, and it was important to the storyline, and I don't know, I don't have a good example of this off the top of my head, but someone who was gay, and the story was about... Them being gay, that you know, the, the story had involved the two partners or something. I know, you know, maybe you could mention it, but I mean, you shouldn't be focusing on it. Certainly, no. Like if you well, were if you were talking about the television story about history, George and Martha doesn't revolve around sex in right. any way, though. Right, but it implies they they're, they're men and wife. Right, they implies that they're but, together. But when you're in second grade, you're not thinking, well, and they're having sex. Right. No, you're not no, at all. You know, you're not, you're not, not thinking that. And and so you know, and I think, like, you wouldn't. For example, if, I don't know, let's say George Washington was gay, okay, and he was married to a man. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want them saying, well, actually, you know, George and his actual partner, partner uh, Andrea, who's not mentioned in the history book because he was straight, like, you wouldn't want them lying about history. But I mean, the point is, you don't, mm-hmm. when, you, when you try to say LGBTQ history, you're, you're, you're inserting that Correct. into the storyline intentionally. It's not like you're just telling an organic story that has that in there. Um, that might be important for some particular uh, reason. You're mm-hmm. actually just forcing it in there because you're trying to make it an issue. Right. And, 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 it right, could be right. George Washington and his partner Bill uh, had to, you know, right. like if clear that was the land, truth. had to clear 20 acres in three days. Right. If whatever. that was the truth, which it's not, right. but if that were mm-hmm. the truth, you wouldn't necessarily want them making something up that wasn't true. I mean, you'd, 
you know, right. you would still... You wouldn't want him to change the name of his partner right. to Mary. But you wouldn't say, by the way, the reason why Larry uh, was there is because they were having sex and they're two gay men. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're, you know, like, it's, it's, it's a weird line, but... Uh, I mean, I think the safest part is to say, like, I'm not going to address any sexual issue until much, much later. Um, you know, yeah, I, we are way beyond that. Way days, beyond man. that. Uh, letting parents decide when the appropriate time is to expose their kids to homosexuality. Not even a consideration when the State Board of Education approved the curriculum four years ago. The law took effect first part of 2012, but was met with such with uh, so much resistance and budgeting problems that it's been kind of delayed. Uh, but all that red tape now has been cut through, and the state's moving forward as planned. Legislation required new textbook purchases that included information on LGBTQ rights and historical contributions by gay Americans. Uh, that's interesting. I mean, I I don't know. I uh, it's another reason to homeschool. I guess for me. Uh, I mean, I mean, regardless uh, of whether you th- you know what you think about that, it's like you should be you know, homeschooling <clears throat> gives you the uh, wonderful opportunity to teach them what you want. Um, yes, it so, does. Yes, it does. That's why it's always yes, you know, it does. It's always a good choice. And if you want to <laughs> teach them about LGBTQ right. issues, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it's up to you. They're your kids, mm-hmm. and I certainly want that addressed. By me and my sensibilities rather than the school and its. Yeah, because I, because I think like there's this thing, let's say sex education, for example. Uh, I have not seen a poll on this in a while, but my, my instinct on the poll would be that obviously Democrats would be very for it being taught in public schools. Right. Most independents, I would say, would probably be for That'd it being taught. Probably be a good split on independents, I yeah, would guess. Yeah, but I'd say it would lean yes, is my Maybe. guess. We can look this up. I don't know. And I would say Republicans probably lean no, but it's not like 4%. I bet it's like, Thirty percent, twenty to thirty percent of Republicans. Just general at any point in your in uh, in their childhood, not Mm -hmm. not at second grade, but like high school. Is there any sex education? And I think the 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 spin from the media or whoever would be that okay, Democrats are uh, forward thinkers and Republicans are stodgy and don't want their kids talking about sex. Okay, so Mm -hmm. that's the basic line. I I tend to think that what school is for is to teach you basics to get through life in general, like, uh, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic, um, basic things. I mean, you know, it would be nice if they did more basic things like, you know, understanding your accounts and investments and things like that would actually be much more beneficial. Mm-hmm. But like, in reality, a lot of it comes down to things that kids or even adults wouldn't want to learn about on their own. For, for You might have kids, you might teach them math because not a lot of people... Uh, myself inc- uh, excluded from this, want to go and think about math a lot. It's awfully boring. Do people want to necessarily learn about history? Some in- history is interesting, but a lot of it isn't. Uh, you know, uh, do you want to learn uh, the way to properly phrase verbs and, and, and conjugate? You know, you don't want to do that necessarily, mm-hmm. um, although it's a function of life you need, right? People are interested in sex. They actually really enjoy it. It's uh, it's something that people pursue on their own. They're going to spend a lot of time thinking about it, a lot of time trying to figure it out their entire life. And pursuing it. It's going to be like one of the main <laughs> things they do throughout yes. their entire lives. And I think it's it's similar to how I feel about religion in that I actually would rather have the parents teaching the kids about it than teachers. 
no offense to teachers, they're not bad true. people, but it's a no, very no, specific, it's true. individual thing. And on, it's not because I'm stodgy and don't think kids should learn about sex at some point. It's just like, I don't know that I necessarily want it in that context from those people. In fact, for prayer at public school, I would like th- to see a moment of silence. So mm-hmm. if you want to pray, you pray in your way. Mm-hmm. And you go ahead and do that. Yep. And If and, you want to just stand there and, and be you, silent. And you just want to sit there and be silent, go ahead and do that. Yep. If you're an atheist and you don't believe in, in God, go ahead and just sit there. Right. And, I don't, and, and we've said this before. It's like, I don't necessarily want my public school teacher teaching theology to my children. I, more uh, that's, than necessarily. That's going to work out worse than that. them just shutting up about it. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, I mean, it's exactly. a weird line. And I think that's kind of my line on, on sex education, at least at some level. I Let mean, me ask you this, though. Yeah. Can you name me a historical contribution by a gay American? Gay American historical contribution. Um, the first one that popped into my mind is not an American, but very important to American history, which was they just did the movie on him uh, from World War II. Yes, um, not an American though. Not an American, but that was the first one that popped yes. in my head. This does exist, though, yes. right? I mean, it I, does I, exist. I, I don't, and I, I just don't. And maybe that maybe that shows why this is necessary. I just don't know if it's necessary in second grade. Yeah, I think. But that's I, true. I don't know that I could tell you a lot of historical figures that were homosexual. And, and I think you would have to do a lot of speculating because a lot of people didn't. It wasn't talked about. It wasn't much. talked about. Yeah, and time. nobody was open um, about it. Yeah. Very few anyway. Um, yeah, no, that's true. Uh, it's, it's, it's very true. And, and I think there are. It's, it's a know, tough I'm, subject. And it, it's a like hard one a to. Of, a lot of movies are coming out about this. And I hate to say, like, hey, I'm learning my history. And this is an argument, I suppose, to teach it more. Uh, but, like, there have been movies that have come out recently. And I'm, I'm trying to think of what. Because what, what the heck was it? Because we, we've been talking about this a lot. How yeah. there. Uh, yeah, Alan Turing was the one I was thinking of, by the way. Um, but he's not, as you pointed out, not American. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if you go back and you think, like, um, uh, we've talked about this many times. In modern entertainment, there is a much larger focus on those types of relationships. Uh, what mm-hmm. used to be called, I don't even know if it's okay to call them alternative lifestyle. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, wow. Is that oh. hateful now? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Alternative Did, lifestyle. Are we able to dump that? Are we oh. on the it's, just, it's just a lot shorter <laughs> than LGBTQ. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, it just gets long. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know. It, uh, you it, probably could say gay, right? Yeah. Yes. Gay, whatever it is. Um, you know, and I think that, that there's probably. Um, a lot of uh, the films and, and his things that are telling true stories from history where they've they've uncovered that now. Alan Turing, well, the story wasn't known for a long time because people kept mm-hmm. it hush hush. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think that there could be uh, uh, an element of that um, that probably could be told. But it, it does seem when the differentiating factor, like the, telling the story of Alan Turing is valuable for young people. The sexual part of that story is not valuable until they're a little older. It's not a second-rate story. No, not even close. The movie's an R-rated movie, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. or no, maybe PG-13. I don't know. Um, But you know, it's it's a story that's meant, I think, for people who have uh, matured a little. Um, because it, mm-hmm. and honestly, like I don't know that you even handle those issues well when you're a kid. I mean, I, you no, know, you're you making don't. fart jokes. You're not going to handle, the, right. you know, the intricacies of of these relationships well. Exactly. Um, I think until you are, I mean, maybe that's not a focus. Jeffy, I <laughs> really. I mean, uh, I, really. I, I mean, there's all there's a ton of jokes that I could make, but yeah, I, but, but I'm we're actually, all out of time. But we're I'm actually seriously. Out of time. I, I wasn't even going to tell a joke. I was going to be all right. Go ahead. 
What is it? No, no, let's just go to break. So let's anyway, not... I mean, if <laughs> you want to go to the joke too, land, I'll go down the joke land, too. No, please more, don't. More I'm asking too. you not to. Come on. Okay, so an LGBTQ... No, what we're saying teacher is stop. ...goes... Like this, CNN has a headline: Breaking news: Trump doing convention speech walkthrough. And there he they've is got, with, his, with his entourage. They've got him on stage with his entourage, his daughter Ivanka, and a bunch of other advisors, and a thousand other people just standing there. They're just standing there at the microphone, looking at the auditorium. That's all they're doing. They're, they're not do- even doing a walkthrough. How is that breaking news? Well, they are. They are. He's been trying to figure out the lighting and what he wants on the stage. <laughs> yes, he stuff. has. But yes. I mean, that's what they're doing. I mean, this so is all of un- them are. All three networks are there right now. Oh my God! Hey, guess I, what? That's unbelievable. You got one that isn't there right here. Uh, the blaze. Right. We are not showing you Donald Trump's walkthrough. So put that in your pipe. That's a new commercial for the blaze. The Blaze, the place that won't show you Donald Man. Trump's walkthrough. Really something. <laughs> Though I will say where you are missing out on some uh, pleasing uh, Ivanka Trump visuals. Aesthetically uh, she's pleasing. She's very pretty. And she is pretty. She said uh, mm-hmm. the, because most likely, most likely scenario, right? I mean, betting markets, prediction uh, models, everything shows Trump at maybe about 30 to 35 percent chance of winning this election, which is significant. I mean, he's got a, got a good chance. Um, but if he loses, the star that comes out of this is Ivanka. Like, I mean, she mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. she seems to. I mean, she's obviously quite pretty, seemingly very smart. If she hits a home run in this speech tonight, this is going to be a big moment yeah, this for is a her big life. Moment. Yeah, it I is. mean, it, it really sure is. is. She she's going to go right. from hey, I know that lady. She's Donald Trump's kid to her own person she's and Ivanka a big star Trump. in her own yeah. right. Yeah. She, it's all set up for her tonight. All the pins are set up for her to knock down. <laughs> if she has a good speech tonight, it's going to be really. Uh, it's going to be big. Now, she could obviously be mediocre here as well. Oh, but I mean, she does seem right. really uh, smart. Uh, mm-hmm. She does seem, you know, well-versed. She's also um, the one who's supposedly been talking Trump out of some of his more um, uh, unacceptable social positions. It sounds like um, she was behind the Pence thing, maybe. The Pence she thing. She and her husband were behind the Pence um, decision. The um, uh, Planned Parenthood uh, funding yeah, um, that was were a they talking about that? Yep, because um, he wanted to no funding. His, that mm-hmm. was his instinct, and she's like, "No, don't do it. Say that they do a lot of good things." Um, so you know, I, I'm not saying she's mm. going to be my conservative hero by any means, but she has a chance to be a big, big, big star. Land the groundwork for that reality show, baby, yeah. Ivanka. I, you know, I, and I think she's actually in many ways above that. She, I mean, she seems infinitely smarter than her father. I, you know, it's not even like she seems and I mean, yeah. and, and from what I understand about her history, she was very much uh, did a lot of it, especially early on in her life, kind of on her own. Like she didn't necessarily want to be uh, the Trump's kid until later on when she realized it was dumb to take that position. She should take all the free money um, because that's what I would do. I, I, I wouldn't even do I wouldn't even get to the point where I could run a business. I might not even figure out how to complete sentences if I was a, oh, of a billionaire. I'd, I'd be drunk in Paris right now. Oh, my God. Totally. I'd be drunk in Paris. Hilton? Hmm? Nothing. Uh, 888-727-BECK oh is the... Uh, is quite the, naughty. 
Well, no, you're... I was thinking France, actually. Oh, my God. I didn't even uh, think right. of that. Yeah. Uh, hey, we're going to send human DNA into space uh, to back up our species uh, so that we never become extinct. Oh, good. Yeah, good. that's great. Uh, quick question. Great. Uh, second thought. Should we become extinct? Don't we deserve it? Quick question. Yes, we do. Watch the RNC And the answer, week. of course, is yes, yes we, we deserve do. it. We deserve well, it. some do. Uh, I mean... Uh, <laughs> never mind all of us. Anyway, if we become extinct, though, and you've sent this stuff into space... Who retrieves it? I don't. I don't understand how this works. <laughs> well, we hope that another 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 species, species right? shows yeah. up and they yeah. retrieve it. Okay. And All right. They, and they say, "Hey, let's see what." Oh, never mind. Hey, is this what used to be here on this planet? Let's replant it. <laughs> That's what, you know what? I just picked that up. Uh, I don't know a couple of years ago out uh, out in the galaxy fourteen. Just throw it away. Yeah. I didn't worry about and it. you know that's what would happen. It'd be in some alien's garbage disposal. Just, just throw it away. Uh, all right. For mental floss, historical reactions to air conditioning. We promised you this yesterday, and so we're going to deliver. Um, some crank in Florida. When Dr. John Gorey was treating victims of yellow fever in the 1840s, he cooled his infirmary using a method that involved hanging a pan of ice from the ceiling. That's pretty much air conditioning, right? Uh, but eventually, his supply of ice ran out. Then he began th tinkering around with things, and in 1851, he received a patent for a refrigerating machine that made both ice and cool air in 1851? Nice. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I uh, recently bought a, um, hmm. uh, a uh, evaporative cooler. Yeah. Are you familiar with these? Right. Jeff? An evaporative cooler? Oh, yeah. It's a swamp cooler, right? Swamp cooler. Yeah, that's what they were yeah. calling it, swamp cooler. Yeah, we used to have it in uh, Utah because almost everybody has swamp coolers there. At least they used to back in the 80s. I don't, okay. I don't know if they still do. Um, but it's so dry there that you just use a swamp cooler, and it cools your home fine without central air. For a home, really? Yeah. Because this, this is like a, uh, for like outside. Okay, yeah. So like, they also do that outside. Yeah. But it, it's it essentially just... Spits out water, right, out of your... I don't know. I mean, it's not a mister, because, you know, they had the, like, you go to, like, Vegas, for example. You go to Vegas, and uh, as you walk out of any hotel, like, there's all the misters coming yeah. down with the fans, and it yeah. cools you down, but it also gets you wet. Yeah. Um, where this one is supposedly, like, it's going to cool it a little bit. It's, it's, not, gonna, it's not an air conditioner. Um, it's not going to be that powerful, mm -hmm. but it's supposed to cool things but down a little bit. you got one from outside? I got one from outside. I'm kind of interested to plug and it in it and get the world. You haven't used I'm, it I haven't yet? tried it yet. Oh, okay. I was a getting advice from some listeners. Huh. who complains I know. about it about being the coldness cold all the time. Inside buildings mm -hmm. is now <laughs> buying a product there is, that wants I will, to cool down air outside to, if, of if, your home. If I could come to if Stu's defense on this a little thank bit. Thank you, Pat. And say there might be a happy medium somewhere between 18 below zero, as it is in this studio, <laughs> mm -hmm. and 106 as it is outside. I'm trying to search that out. You know, maybe you oh, feel that out a little you're bit. You're going after my heater, which is, by the way, on right now. And actually, during the show, you'll see at some point, I've noticed this a couple of times because I, I thought I was off camera, but like you'll see I'll be like this, and all of a sudden you just, I'll have my hand back here. That's to warm my fingers. I actually have my hand just resting on the heater to warm my fingers. Well, there has been, a, the there has been an issue with oh, the air conditioning man. the last couple of days. What? There yeah, has I, been an issue with the air yeah. conditioning the last couple of days. Yeah, and yes, if you're, has, if you're feeling it through your blubber, uh, then, you know, I mean, of course we are through ours. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> barely, I mean, barely these days. Um, but yes, it is freaking cold in here. So 
my point is, like, what I would like, and I don't think this is, again, uh, call me spoiled. I don't think this is too much to ask. What I want is it to be the perfect temperature everywhere I go at all times. That's <laughs> is that what too I want. much to ask? Is that I too don't much think to ask? So. What year is it? I don't it? think so, Stu. Is it 1810? No, no, it is no, not. No, it's not. No, We're it in is 2016 not. in a time, and, and by the way, I'm willing to pay for that luxury. I understand it's not, the natural state of things is not me being at my perfect temperature. So I will pay uh, That's a, I, a lot of money for actually, my house to be the perfect temperature, for my car I to crank up the air costs. conditioner, Honestly, for this room to be any... I, I bought I don't actually, care what it costs. five That's a fair since we've been here. That's a fair argument, and I think maybe we all just get a space suit, and that's where we're at. I well, think maybe I mean, what happens the, is you shut up. And it would also protect us from many of Jeffy's diseases, so <laughs> yes. True. You know what? Yes. <laughs> We should maybe we should do that. It would protect us from being near you. Uh, okay. Uh, by the way, so if essentially John Gorey of Florida invented air conditioning in 1851. However, when he died, his patent uh, didn't get picked up by anybody. His financial backer died, and the artificial ice machine died too. But we could have had. Almost a hundred years before we actually got it, we could have had air conditioning. That would have been something else. Yeah. Of course, then Texas would be, you know, 400 million people would live here. <laughs> That's true. Right? <laughs> and the only reason it's and not. it wasn't, to be honest, uh, in, in those days in Florida and in Texas, uh, it wasn't as hot as it is now. Oh, uh, with global warming, right? Correct. It is 0.9 degrees. If warmer. I could, one more. No. If, yes, it is. And, and so if it was like 91 mm-hmm. back in the day, it's 91.9. Actually, and well, that's unbearable. It's, it's, and actually, it's Fahrenheit, so it'd be like ninety-two point four. Holy crap! Oh my god! Can you imagine? And it's so hot. They're doing a global warming expedition right now to find out the melted ice, how much the ice is melted in the in the polar regions. So they're going to the North Pole, and it's so bad. The global warming is so bad that they got stuck in the ice and couldn't go any further. Mm. On the way to find out how melted the ice is. And they're jam-packed, stuck in ice. And it's at <laughs> that's least the second time that's happened. The oil company's making the ice so cold to keep them away from the truth. <laughs> uh, Thing about, number two. Yeah. Uh, by the 20th century, the world was ready for air conditioning. It was always ready for air conditioning. It just yeah. didn't have it. Um, it had been installed in the New York Stock Exchange building first in 1903. Um, and had its public debut in 1904 at the St. Louis World Fair. That's pretty early. That's earlier than I thought. Yeah. Um, the official fair book noted, a refrigeration plant installed in the basement has the capacity to reduce the temperature in the building to 70 degrees, even when the mercury may be in the 90s outside. That's a pretty good air conditioner. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it is. Visitors uh, not aware the building was artificially cooled were, were struck with wonder and were <laughs> unable to account for the very perceptible change Felt in the temperatures. Can you imagine? You I mean, would. It is this it, in 1904, you would. That would be like pretty weird to you. Uh, the president apparently didn't like air conditioning. Car- Carrier installed an air conditioning system in the White House for Hoover in 1929. Replaced that unit with a better one in 34 when Roosevelt became president. But FDR was no fan. Uh, in a memo, Carrier employee Logan Lewis wrote the president wrote that the president had a strong dislike of air conditioning and never hesitated to say so. Gosh, the guy was wrong on absolutely everything, including air conditioning. Very true. Triple Very A, true. 727 Bastard. back. Uh, we'll be back uh, with more patents, too, because it's inevitable. It's right here. This is a heater. It's like In the midst of too much air conditioning. 
has moved. Donald Trump at the convention doing a convention walkthrough. Breaking news on CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News. He's on the move again. He just walked across the stage. He's over by the microphone now. And I don't know what he's saying because the sound is down. But I can see him. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he can see Donald Trump. It doesn't matter what he's saying. Right now you're seeing, for all of you questioning his ability as, uh, as president, if he uh-huh. were to win this election, See how he's running everything there right. on that stage, walking around, pointing, flailing his arms yeah. around, making he moved sure his things, arms a couple things of times. are getting done. And that's what will happen with the he's, Trump presidency. He's, right now, he's making conventions great again. Pretty Thank soon, you. he'll be making America great again. Mm-hmm. Okay? Very soon. Uh, um, we're going to make our show great again because uh, one of the biggest hindrances to it is leaving. Jeffy? No. I said one of. Not the, oh, biggest, not the biggest hindrance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe this is <laughs> probably not a nice way to send him off. Uh, our uh, our uh, big producer um, of the show, a uh, director of the show. Oh, He's yeah. the whoa, director. Whoa, whoa. Not the producer, but the director, Chris. Chris Childs. He's uh, do we have a shot of Chris in there? There he is. Oh, There's Chris. Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. La, la, la. He's moving his arm. He moved both arms. Look at that. He's doing his directed walkthrough right now. Look at this. We have footage. Um, So uh, you uh, are best known, I would say, on this program for a couple of things. Number one. It is Chris's, by the way, last day. His last day. Chris, we will miss him greatly. We'll miss him. Uh, We will not miss his information on the Beatles greatly. Um, (laughs) He is the one. Who told us we had a Beatles discussion on, I, I forget what the story was. It was something about <laughs> the most successful solo career from the right, four Beatles. Right, 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 right. And he, he said into our ears that Ringo, a lot of people don't know this, but it was Ringo's, Ringo's Ringo star, star was about, n- no. no. Really? No, he wasn't. Shockingly, Ringo was actually in fourth place, Chris. <laughs> I may have misspoke. I you don't may know. have. I may have, you mis- may-, may have been a little aggressive on that speech. Well, your only problem was... Uh, Paul McCartney, yeah. John Lennon, yeah. and George Harrison. George Harrison. And also other than Pete that, Best. Uh, other than that, he was... <laughs> Pete, Pete Best probably also beaten. <laughs> he probably <laughs> did. Uh, also uh, known for his uh, amazing barbecue, uh, yes. which uh, you've very sampled very recently. Uh, just last week, he brought in some brisket. Finally, man, that was, that was really good. That was among the best brisket I've ever had. And finally, for a strange um, episode uh, in which he went to Japan... Yeah, uh, and uh, danced on Japanese television, and we're gonna give you. Who that are right you now. working for on this? Uh, one. Chris, um, I was working for the uh, Atlanta Olympic Broadcasting. Okay. Program. Oh, of course, the, the Atlanta. Yeah. And here he is dancing in Japan. I can't believe I'm about to say this. Roll whiskey. なんだ、なんだ。何が始まるんだ。これには見ている人もただただびっくり。唖然呆然です。あるんです。This is like what's the funny white man? <laughs> 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 <laugh
to go on you here. Was that uh, planned ahead of time, Chris? For the moment thing that started one day and then uh, now here it is. <laughs> Wow, that's uh, that's there you go. Tremendous. some unfortunate, tremendous. unfortunate footage, right? Oh, there. that yeah. is tremendous. Footage. Now you You're got hired somewhere it. else. With... <laughs> yes, shockingly here. <laughs> How long? And now you've been hired somewhere take... else as well. Yes. Have yes, they seen that yes. footage? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because we have. could we could probably get take... that to your future employer here before you leave and kind of get that over with. And then you wouldn't be leaving. Moving expenses Uh, get lowered. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. if that happened, then I would stay here and y'all have to put up with me. That's good. All right, we won't won't send that. We won't send that. Did you want to say something uh, eloquent about how great this show is before you leave? (laughs) A lot of people have called it the best show ever done on television, Chris. Um, Do you want to say something positive about Jeffy before you... Jeffy is um, uh, fat. Jeffy. He's, he's Jeffy's, fat. He's overweight. He's, he's fat. Yes. Okay. 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 Thank Good. you, Chris. This is from a fat I mean, guy. So <laughs> we'll miss you. Thank you. Thanks, Chris, thanks, Love man. You Seriously. Thanks. Thank you. Ready? Two. All right. We'll miss you, Chris. That's tough. It's tough to talk to the director because he's saying all these things about the camera shots changing all the time. Right. It's like in the middle. He's like, take two, take five. That has nothing to do with our conversation. Why are you saying that? <laughs> it's because it's his job, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Apparently that happens. At least like, it was. And in about... Uh, 15 seconds, it's not going to be anymore. Oh, wow. Oh, and he's going to be done. All right. We'll be back on Monday. Goodbye, Chris. See ya. Bye, audience. Bye-bye. Bye.